Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of These Are The Values. Today we're going to be having a super candid conversation that I truly don't feel like is discussed enough or is understood enough amongst my peers in my community that I have seen. So we'll be talking about what it's like when being a Christian feels like a chore. So when you get to that point in your Christian faith, um, you know, I don't know if this is something that everyone goes through, but I personally have been here multiple times and I find myself here again, where I just truly feel so drained by anything spiritual. Like I will pray, I will read my word, but praising and worshiping feels draining. Like bringing myself to do Bible studies for our group feels draining. Like just everything related to (laughs) God outside of prayer and Bible seems draining to me. Like I just cannot, I don't have the energy even to usher in the presence. Like, I'm just like, bruh, I just don't feel like it. So this is just a message of relation or relatability of transparency. Honestly, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about when they feel like this or can't articulate when they feel like this out of this possibility of shaming from the rest of the community. And when I did, uh, our Bible study group had our check-in last week because I'm on sabbatical, but at the end of the day, like I want the community to remain strong. So we're going to do check-ins bi-weekly. I was on check-in and I was letting the girls know how I feel. And I really felt like they weren't getting where I was coming from. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a hopelessness. That's not, that's not what I feel. I do believe God's truths. I do believe and have always believed that God has a plan to prosper me. I will be successful. Like, I, I already know these things. These things are inherent in my bones. It's not something that I'm doubting. But it's just, I feel aimless right now in this season. And I just really feel like I'm not doing a whole lot of building. I'm just doing a lot of maintaining. And what I'm maintaining is not very much. So it's just leading to these feelings of like, what's the point? on like everything like y'all I've been out the gym like I was so consistent with the gym I've been out the gym like crazy like can't even bring myself to do it so the thing is it's not just spiritually it's not just spiritually it's all over like it's spreading into all areas and facets of life but I'm here to talk about the spiritual aspect because I feel like okay we understand what it's like to be mentally drained we understand what it's like to be physically drained but I don't hear too many people talking about what it's like to be spiritually drained, especially not of my age and without some kind of backlash from other people or misunderstanding from others. So I've gotten to the point where I do understand that this is a tactic of the enemy to get me off the horse, to get me out of purpose, to get me out of everything that God has called me into, especially since the things that God has called me into in this season impact other people Um to a certain depth and intensity that I'm sure he'd like to stop in any capacity. So how do you attack, you know, the impact of a community? You attack the leader and make the leader not want to uphold the community anymore. And therefore the community is disbanded. So I do feel like I'm under uh, spiritual warfare right now. And it's just not, you know, I'm on the ropes. I'm on the ropes. You know, that part of the movie where like the hero or the main character is getting beat up real bad, but you know, they're going to come back later, but they get in a beat up real, real bad. That's, that's the part of the movie that I'm in right now. I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm hanging on the ropes. Like I know I'm going to come back. It's cool, but I just don't have any energy to fight back right now. And I'm going to need my coach in the corner to call a timeout and pull me over there and be like, kid, what are you doing? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was like they had a karate kid in like every single movie ever. 
So I want you to identify and remember that it is a lie of the enemy that, you know, you don't have a purpose. It's a lie of the enemy that um, the season that God has you in is purposeless. Um, even if you don't feel like you can see the big picture and what God is building, what God is doing, that doesn't make it any less true that he is building, that he is doing, and that the season that you're in is going to have some impact on you. When you look back on it and be like, oh, wow, that's why I had to go through that. If I didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have met so-and-so and this and that. So just remember to lie to the enemy that this point in your life is purposeless. And um, I don't want to get overly Christian and saying, well, because you know it's a lie, you just need to get up and listen, listen. Sometimes it takes it takes the body time to catch up with what the mind already knows or what the spirit knows. Like my spirit is anchored. OK, I know. I know we're going to we're going to we're going to be all right. OK, but right now I'm not all right. Okay, so I'm I'm letting myself not be okay. So that brings me to my second point. Not only should you identify and remember that it's a lie of the enemy, you need to give yourself some grace, okay? Because just because you know somebody's lying to you doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you can walk in the truth immediately. Sometimes there's a process between identifying the lie and then living in the truth. You may now know the truth, for example, okay? A child has been told their whole life, Santa Claus is real, okay? Then you find out Santa Claus ain't real. So now in your mind, you know it's not real. But when Christmas comes around next year, you have to kind of walk in that reality. And sometimes that's a little difficult. Like sometimes it's a period of transition and a disconnect between what you know and like living in what you know. It's a disconnect for me. And I've been feeling like that is really the word for how I'm feeling these days. Like very, very disconnected from everything and everyone. But um, again, give yourself grace. So my next point in conjunction with giving yourself grace is to continue doing what you can. Like I said, I'm still praying. Um, I'm still prayer journaling. I'm still reading my word pretty consistently. Um and that's just what I can do right now. Y'all, I tried a new church on Sunday and it was actually cool. So I'm going to keep y'all updated and let y'all know if I can stand by that church. It wasn't the lead pastor preaching. So I need to hear him preach and see what the, see what the word is given before I can really make a, you know, final consensus. But next week they're having a prayer night and revival night and night of prophecy and deliverance. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I will be in attendance. So I'll let y'all know what that's like because I'm very intrigued, but um, continue to do what you can. Uh, part of the reason that I started looking for a home church was because I have been feeling how I've been feeling and I just can't maintain this by myself. I don't have a whole lot of friends that are more spiritually mature than I am that can really bring in wisdom that I haven't heard a million times or that I haven't given them myself and not saying that that's worthless or that, you know, I don't need that. I need that as well, but I just need to get somewhere with people that, are further along in their faith journey than me so that I can truly see what it's like on the other side versus having people tell me from my side, you know, what the future is like. I want somebody that's already passed over to tell me how to get through it and to relate and all these other things. Because I feel like when we don't have these conversations like this, it leads to people feeling disconnected from the church body. So I'm trying to get myself connected with a larger community. That way I have a higher probability of meeting someone that's been through what I've been through. So yeah, um, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Okay. So whether that's talking to friends, if you feel like that's not doing enough, like seek new community, which is what I'm trying to do. So that is one of my practical steps of trying to help myself up and out because y'all know a lot of things are mental. Like 
even spiritual battles occur like inside, you know, nine times out of 10, they're not really outwardly, they're inward. So it's just really hard when it's a mental issue or, you know, an inward issue, you kind of got to help you out. Like God is always there. God is always here to help, but you have to stand in agreement. You know what I mean? You got to stand in the gap for yourself, low key. So that leads me into my next point and final point that you need to pray for change. When you feel like this, remember that God is a God that changes hearts. Like if you look in the Bible, when Moses was going up to Pharaoh and was like, let my people go, what does the word say was Pharaoh's response or who was responsible for Pharaoh's response? God was. It says that God hardened his heart, right? And so what that shows me is that God has the ability to shift our heart posture, to shift the inward issues. He has that ability. So I'm just going to continue to pray. And I would encourage you, if you can relate to this message, to continue to pray that God will soften your heart, that God would shift your heart, that God would allow you to walk in his truth. Because it's one thing to know, but it's another thing to apply. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. So I would like to live in wisdom. And part of living in wisdom is living in God's truth that he does have a plan to prosper you. That where you are is enough. That what you've done is enough. That who you are is enough. So... We don't have to keep striving to do everything in our own strength, which is what we see a lot of the world saying like, oh, you know, get a gratitude jar, do this, do that, do that. And there's nothing wrong with practical steps. There's nothing wrong with that. But we have extra help. (laughs) We have the ultimate helper. So I just want to encourage you guys to not shy away from inviting God into your issue. Now, if you are like me and are not in a space where you can or are willing to like praise and worship and really usher in the presence of God, I'm just doing what I can and what I can do right now is to continue to pray. So that's going to be my practical step where I'm just going to continue to pray for change and pray that God help me to turn this around um, and to find practical, more practical steps and to find community and, and leaders and mentors and people that can help me. So that's my prayer for myself. That's my prayer for anyone that is struggling in the same way that I'm struggling right now. And yeah, y'all, this is a different type of valley. This is a mental valley a spiritual valley and those are very real as well so I hope someone feels seen by this if one person feels seen and like oh somebody finally gets it somebody said it like bruh that is the goal that is the goal okay um so you're not a bad Christian you're not a terrible person and this is like part of life and that's okay so yeah I love you guys I hope y'all got something from today uh leave a rating review hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge and yeah y'all I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the values. Bye.